Arizona. You know what time it is in the PHX. It is go time. The Phoenix Suns are up 3-2 on the New Orleans Pelicans and Jose Effin Alvarado. And that was Vince Morata of the Phoenix Suns, right? There. Oh, I mean, sorry, Jacob Jones of the Valley Variety. Oh, it's not just a it's not just a Suns win day. It's a D-backs win day. Oh, every day is a good day when you beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's right. Which the D-backs have done back to back. They just won this afternoon, three to one, with the help of infielder Gavin Lux. Two errors in the same inning, as the D-backs win back to back games for only the second time this year. But the big news story in the Valley is that the Suns won last night. Finally, they looked like the Phoenix Suns last night. So, granted, I uh, we got some clapping emotions. That's right, Suns and six. Yeah, tell, so, tell the tell the good viewers what you uh, you did to let the Suns win. I did not watch the game last night. I won't give them a round of applause. I did not watch that, and that's hard for me to do. Um, I was at why. the I was at the Diamondbacks game last night to watch the Bucks beat the LA Dodgers with my roommates. And the reason I did not watch the game last night is because I am uh, I do not have much luck when it comes to the Suns and New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I am 0-4 when seeing the Pelicans in person or at least in the... Uh, the Footprint Center. The Footprint like Center. In, when you're inside the Footprint Center, yes. Jacob is completely defeated. It's like Chris Paul going against Scott Foster. It hasn't happened. There's not a win in Jacob's book yet. And there, it doesn't look like it's ever going to happen. There really isn't. But... Sometimes you don't need that, and I think the Suns showed that last night. Uh, is that maybe they? Sometimes they just. It's better if they don't need me for a few games, and I don't. I really don't mind. And uh, but I was keeping track of it on ESPN. I was watching the highlights this afternoon, and um, they. This this is the first time in like a month that I've seen them look like the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I mean, away game from one, they looked like away from the first quarter of game one. Right. This looked like the Phoenix Suns. I agree. I was cheering the entire time because it looked like Mikael Bridges was finally back. It looked like Defensive Player of the Year Mikael Bridges blocking shot after shot. Uh, DeAndre Ayton did crazy things uh, on offense. Uh, hold on, we need to address something here. Wait, is there, does that say? That says fake fan. Wait, addressed to who? This is addressed to you. I, I have no doubt this is addressed to you. Well, let's confirm. Who's that addressed to? Me or him? I don't know why it would be addressed to me, because I actually watched the game. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's put a poll question here while the live audience here is... Wait. Okay, that yes. doesn't answer. I don't know what that means. The answer, yes, does not answer who you were talking oh, about. Oh, me. You, yeah. think I'm, you think I'm a fake okay. fan? Let me, let me ask a poll question before you, before you go crazy on... That's oh, okay. God, that's my sister. Um, <laughs> before you start an argument with my sister, go. let me ask this poll question. Would you stop watching your team just so they can save themselves? Because you know that you're contributing to the bad luck. If, would you take yourself out of the factor if you think that you are the bad luck factor? Um, yes or no? Well, you did, so well, obviously I, you'll I, say yes. Well, I did. Well, I, I did it for, I said bad luck, but it's also because I'm not super, I'm not, I'm not that superstitious. I, I'm really, I'm really not that, you know, I'm not, I don't like, oh no, this isn't, oh see, someone said yes 100%. Yeah. Because when you haven't, so for me, and um, I'll speak to Dean because he's a Jazz fan. He understands. For teams that <laughs> trust me, he understands. For teams that haven't won a, <laughs> for teams that haven't won a championship, it's a little different when you have this high of expectations that the Suns have, and when things don't go your way, it's um, and you have this kind of streak of having like when I'm in the stadium they don't win, 
like you think you're part of it. And so it's scary, like you think you're hurting the team. Right. And so, um, and so I think that was, and not it's not because I'm, you know, I love the I love the Suns more than anything. I love the Suns more than I love a few people. Um, uh, I know. And <laughs> I'm aware of that. Uh, except for my mom, I I don't love the Suns more than I love my mom and my family. But but, uh, you, but you did maybe if you you did ditch weddings for sporting events before. That's then. true. I do <laughs> I do love my I do love the Suns more than a few of my cousins. Though. <laughs> Do, do you love sports teams more than some of your cousins? Yes or no? We'll put that one on the poll as well. Well, just because, just you know, just because they're family doesn't mean they're uh, um, they're going to be here as long. The sons will always be here unless they relocate. But uh, we're fifty years in. I don't think they, you know, I don't think they're going anywhere. But yeah, that's why. But for the first time since first quarter of game one, the sons looked efficient. Uh, I had to go and watch the the highlights of last night because I was only checking out on the ESPN app in the middle of the D-backs game at Chase Field. And all I kind of saw was, well, made three here, made three here. <laughs> but going back and watching the game, they just had great tempo. And I'll give a lot of credit to Monty Williams. Is Obviously, this is his uh, this his hat. Well Look. done, better than well said. Um, they advertised that during the game, too. Oh, did like, they? Heavily advertised it. Where did you watch the game? I watched it uh, on the tenth floor of my dorm. Were people so, hyped up? Were people suspicious? Uh, no, there was just one other guy with me. Uh, <laughs> That's there all right. were a couple of people passing by, like, "Oh wow, the Suns are, you know, coming back right now. Like there they're they're playing some good games. Like, and that entire game, it was just me and this other guy fist bumping each other. Uh, Diego, by yep. the way, the homie, um, <laughs> the Suns homie over there. Uh, we just watched it the entire way through. Uh, I knew I wasn't the bad luck factor, so I decided to put myself in the game. There you go. Uh, and I was texting Jacob the entire time, saying, like, yo, campaign is going off. Yeah. Uh, or, like, Mikhail! Mikhail Bridges! Uh, and he didn't even answer until... He actually called me at the very end of the game and said, is it good news? Is it good news? He didn't know the score. I, <laughs> he didn't know what happened. I, I had stopped, to break the news that I stopped, it was a good, a good day. Ooh, I stopped checking the score after the end of the third quarter. And wow. so um, I think at that point it was 88-77, Suns. And at that point, uh, I put my phone in my pocket Yeah, and, don't and just watched the D-backs. Right. And at that point, so you know, there was some talk around the, oh, did you hear about the Suns? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Must be bad news. So I called you and I said, please tell me it's good news. It's he said, it's really yeah. good news. And I watched uh, Campaign really get a shooting motion back. He was, was driving to the hole. But like I was saying about Monty Williams is that you know, I'll give a lot of credit, and this is why I think he wins should win coach of the year, is that, you know, I I really laid into him after game four. And um, he saw a post-game of the way, how flat that we come out um, in the third quarter. And it happened last night, too. And I think it's just going to it's gonna be something that the Suns will have to deal with this postseason and have to kind of ride the wave of this postseason if that we don't come very, we don't come out very well at, and at the uh, end of halves. But you know, I just Monty was able to make adjustments. Good rotations last night. Finally got Bismack in the game. That was playing huge. playing with two bigs, Javale and Bismack, and sometimes Aiden at the same time. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh my God, we're playing big on them!" Finally, and I, I was hoping we would because you know I think what ended last night, what I didn't see a lot of, was offensive rebounds for the Pelicans. Right. We took Valanciunas out of the game pretty early with a couple huge fouls on him. Exactly. So when that happened, when you put two bigs down in the paint against Brandon Ingram and. Jackson Hayes, we're going to get those boards with JaVale McGee and 
Biz Cracked Biombo. Yes, sir. And the uh, so the Suns made 10 threes last night, um, which is just, it's not great, but it also shows improvement from um, in the series. And now that there are some talks of Devin Booker being back in the series. More threes. Um, which means more offense, which means the offense is going to be back at full, uh, full power, which means that you know we're fine. But I want to actually want to shout out someone, a uh, big perk on NBA ESPN, Uh-oh. still believes Pelicans in seven. No. Yeah. He still he oh, went on perk. and and perk uh, <laughs> said. Why does he have to? Speak? And, and just said I don't and, but granted this is the same guy that said that we would fall and that we'd be faltering when Chris Paul went out with his uh, his injury after uh, before the All-Star break and said, well, right. now the Warriors are going to go off and this and that. And so I don't take it too seriously. Sure. Um, so message to Big Perk and the ESPN crew, away from Richard Jefferson, who has been hyping up the Suns and believing in them for almost this whole postseason, Suns and Six. So Devin Booker looks like? She's asking for Devin Booker looks like off the rip. I mean, we tried one, but it didn't succeed very well last time. Yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of, he's hard to do because, yeah. I don't know. He, he does kind of look like Baby Spencer from iCarly. I'll give you, go with that <laughs> one, but. Baby Spencer from Yeah. Man. Like when that, during that skig, exactly. Sure. I kind of just, I can't look away from that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I didn't. Oh, I, oh, okay. she has one. Callie heard. has a Devin Booker looks like. Oh, you have a Devin Booker. Uh-oh. We're doing looks likes from uh from the chat. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll give her time for that. Anyway, we could talk about the Suns all day. We've already done it for like a third of this show. But if I if I if I talked about the Suns all day, we'd be here for twenty minutes. All I can say is that the Suns are maybe an hour. Are, are yeah, for real. <laughs> maybe an hour. But I'm just happy the Suns are back in the uh the win column. It's gonna be back. It's you know, I think this this Pelicans team is just a you know, I think last year it's when we beat when we beat the Lakers, it was more accomplishment. Than anything, I think this year if we end, if we win in six or or seven if it has to go, I don't think it will go. To, I think the Suns end it in, in six. I think it'll be more relief. Anything, because Jose Alvarado has been a pest, and then the way Brandon Ingram has been playing, so it's going to just be relief, and then go on to the next series. And so I believe Suns in six, and so we'll see Thursday night, four thirty p.m. Arizona time on ninety-eight seven FM Arizona Sports Station and Valley Sports and TNT. So, uh, but before we get into further, does Jose is Jose Alvarado the CEO of being a menace? Yes or no? <laughs> uh, he's testing my he's testing my patience, man, with um, with um, a certain Timberwolves player um, who should not be named. I think we oh. all I think we all know who we're talking about. Here we go. We got. See, I'm gonna avoid what Callie said about. Uh, Devin Booker. This chat is already on fire, and I don't like it. Wait, was it? Hold on. Uh, okay, the Devin Booker looks like is... Devin Booker looks like the guy who plans a day and time to hold his girlfriend's hand and then cries when it happens. I don't know what that means. Yeah, thank you for also uh, uh, that's, that. That's a little long. <laughs> it's a little long. And it's got to be... Hurts. It's got to be a little snippy. It oh, hurts. my mom just joined. Oh. So. Hi, Mom. Uh, we got... This is actually a good topic. The protesters at the Timberwolves games recently. Uh, They're animal rights protesters, by the way. Yep, that's what I've heard. Uh, And there's a repeated motion of them happening like every single game. (laughs) Are we serious? I just noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You wanted to join? We can can get someone to join, but 
I don't know if you want that. <laughs> They're talking and saying hi to each other in the oh, chat. Oh, great. This is a great conversation. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but going back to the protesters really quick. Look, I'm, I'm all for... Uh, <laughs> this is just funny. I'm all for animal rights. So what radio is um, all about. It really you is. You can't hear. I can't hear. Well, that's, uh... Turn up the volume on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're really revolutionary here today. <laughs> um, I be, I'm all I'm all for um, animal rights. I, be, I don't I don't wear Prada bags, and so, but there's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah, gluing your hand to the court. There's got to be a chaining better. Chaining yourself to the post. Like I don't. What does that? Running onto the court. What does that? Position? What does that do? What that? I ran onto the floor to protest PETA. Uh, what does that? do sounds like it really hurts your case more than uh, yeah i don't know if and, and hurts like they that you see the timberwolves guard looking at that woman who ran to the court and just bodied her as yeah. soon as so, she took a step out so i think they need to realize like doing this stuff doesn't help your case it hurts it yeah if you're gonna do that do it somewhere you know don't interrupt a you know they're booing you when they're dragging you off the floor yeah, and why are you doing it during the best they're not NBA booing them series? they're booing you it's exactly. not so it's not um, I don't know. It's just, it's a waste of time. So, I, but speaking of Timberwolves and, um, <clears throat> Grizzlies. Yeah, the Memphis John Morant's more like. <laughs> John Morant is the new mascot. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, you got to hand it to Jaw again. You know, I know that play as well as, Suns fans know that play as well as, you know, that's Jaw's play, that driving layup. With time running out, that's just yeah. that's his thing. That's his, and um, you know, I handed to Memphis, and now it's up to Minnesota. Can they go win? Can you go protect home court? Can Cat go Wolf, protect Wolves home court? Seven. Wolves in seven. Um, I wouldn't, you know, the Wolves are kind of like the Pelicans, you know, they're just gonna not going away. When you got when you have a guy like Patrick Beverly, Beverly on your team, when you got a guy like Cat, I expect Cat to have a huge game six. Yeah, actually, let me change my Jose Alvarado uh, frontier. Pat Bev is the CEO of Being a Menace. <laughs> Jose Alvarado is like the intern. Yeah, he's, he's, that's actually a really good question. Is Jose Alvarado the intern to Pat Bev, CEO of Being a Menace? Yeah, I just, I don't, I think, uh, one more thing on, I don't, uh, one more thing on Jose Alvarado. Kiddo, I think you forget what makes us play better. When you piss us off, Mm-hmm. And you steal the ball, and then your teammate refuses to let Chris Paul help him up. Oh, we're back to the Suns. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, really quick. It's just that doesn't help your. And same thing with Pat Bev. It's, but I think Pat Bev does a better job of just getting under your skin. And so, but I fully expect this series to go seven. Yeah, I, well, I really. Reg, Reggie Miller would love it to go seven. Oh yeah. You know how he, you know. Oh yes. He's in. Reggie Miller might be in love with Jose Alvarado. If not Jose, just it's pro- definitely Herbert Jones. Just propose already. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just get a room. For <laughs> real. That's why I don't. That's Every, why I, if, for those of you who don't know, when you watch a Suns Pelicans game this series, Reggie Miller, like, definite Hall of Famer. Uh, that's a good wow. That's okay, a good one. We have to stop that. That's good. That's good. That's a good Jonas one. Brother. That's good. Devin Booker looks like the four Jonas brother. The, wait, the fourth one or all? Wait, all the three Jonas brother. Like, I think she means the fourth Jonas brother. Oh, she that he would be the fourth Jonas. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Well, the, the Sorry, his, his old hairstyle would definitely work for it. It would. So that's that's funny. That's a good one. You know what? I'll put that in the looks like right now. She's confirmed fourth. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's a good one. I could see him. 
Right. You think he has a singing voice? Yeah, you can sing with the best of them. <laughs> I would love to. I think, you know, Kendall would love it. I, Kendall would love it. I mean, he's dapping up babies. He's, what a guy. He is. Devin Booker's the homie. But another big NBA story is the Celtics broke out the brooms. <laughs> have been swept um, and don't forget about Ben Simmons who's trying to make his return for game five um, as reported by uh, the uh, Boston beat writer <laughs> Bill Simmons sorry I choked up on uh, on my back there for a second yeah it's just it's my not mental illness is it's not me. just the Celtics and Celtics played incredibly well and you got to hand it to them um, just an amazing a good series Jason Tatum went off but Ben Simmons uh, no drive. I just, yeah. Elimination game? You're not going to at least try to go out there? And, you know, I know reports inside the Brooklyn Nets have been saying he was trying to get back and that his, his back thing flared up so he didn't want to risk anything and try to re-injure himself. Uh, screw that. Well, did you hear what he said about how his mental illness affected that injury? Oh, really? Yeah, he said that uh, his mental illness on uh, like how he's not ready mentally has also made it sore for his back. Okay. So, good poll question here. Um, has your mental illness ever made your back sore? I don't so sore that you can't that play? you can't do your basic job that pays you millions of dollars uh, a year. That's that's amazing. <laughs> I don't. It's. I have to have a, any doctors in the chat. Let's see, is that is that how that works? <laughs> So, I don't think you have to be a doctor sorry, to figure that one sorry, out. Sorry, Professor, I can't come to class. My mental illness is making uh, my... Kelly, I don't know what kind of therapy he needs, but he obviously doesn't want it. So. He needs to be... I, I wonder if he's going to be... And who picks him up now? It's like, dude, he's talented, but... So... Uh, is that something happened I missed? No. No, we're good. You good? We're good. Okay, so I don't... I just... He's... He's just a... He's just a... A head case. And so is that whole team. It's just a head case. I think one of the questions I want to know, and I'll ask you, is Steve Nash gone? That is an excellent question. And I, 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 love I, Steve, I don't know. I love Steve I Nash. Know. But I, I think I like the, I like the, uh, I like the, um, the bringing in Blake Griffin. Uh, I don't think it's Steve Nash's fault. I, I don't either. And that's, I don't think a lot of people are talking about Steve Nash, and that's kind of, and that's why I bring it up. Is that a lot of this falls on the head coach, but I think a lot of this is going to be falling on KD and Kyrie and Ben Simmons, obviously. But KD's letting all the fans know on Twitter how he feels about the whole situation. He's starting a whole. He started a whole war yesterday, so early in the day for the entire inside the NBA crew to get a whole party wagon for Chuck to drive. <laughs> when you when you when you rile up Chuck, you've done you've done something. And it doesn't take a lot. Yeah, have you seen the edits that they made that day for Kevin Durant? Yes. Like inside the NBA, like I don't know who said it on Twitter, but they said like you gave Kevin Durant made a big mistake. Oh, that's good. You big see that mistake? What? So I met Steve Nash when I was like three, and so that's that's super, that's really funny. Oh yeah. When he was a, uh, my favorite meme so far from the Brooklyn Nets yeah. is the uh, 
the episode of The Office where they're they're on the bus. Yeah. My name is Kevin. Yeah, yeah. that's my name. name. Yeah, they call me Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, because that's my name. Roll. <laughs> and then Creed when he walks on the bus is <laughs> Ben. Is Ben Simmons trying to play hooky from work? Yeah. It's Ben Simmons. He's like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> It fits so perfectly. It really does. It's. I um, think that was Inside that did that too. Oh, was it? It was Inside. Oh, they man. gave him a whole day to do that. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, they played it on Inside. That's for sure. That's that's just hilarious. I mean, if you're, I know if you're, I don't, I don't think Nets fans deserve this, but um. No, I don't know. They kind of, they kind of do. I think any fan base has the head cases that probably deserve it, but. You know, when you talk about when we saw that trade earlier this offseason, or not this offseason, this was in the regular season when yeah. they uh, when Harden was traded for Ben Simmons. Yeah, that was funny. I think a lot of people looked at it like, man, Brooklyn's going to be insane. And then there was talk about Ben Simmons, you know, making a return to the regular season. And then we talked about the playing game, and it said, oh, well, not yet. Just win the playing game, and you'll be in there. <laughs> and then we talked about game one, and game one was no, and then game two was no, and then game three was, oh, maybe. And then Woj reported that he was aiming for game four, and then that didn't happen. And then now Bill Simmons is saying game five, six, seven, or eight. <laughs> not yep. eight. Cancun. Uh, eight, not an option, by the way. Yeah, didn't eight is imp- actually impossible. The, the series in can't a, go to in eight. In a best of seven series, yeah. Um, so I just don't, I don't know. It's, it's a really, I don't know. If, have you ever seen a situation really like this where a player just like no. not playing? The last time I've seen, I, don't know. I think I've I don't seen anything like this at all, like in any resemblance. And I'm not comparing this guy because it's a very different situation. Yeah. Michael Jordan retired a couple times, mm-hmm. a couple times. Literally retired out of his career because he didn't like his coach. That uh, like the coach gone or his GM. The GM or, was so he's like, all right, I'm both gone. Both. But it's also also his dad died during his first retirement. Like. That's why he retired the first time. Then he went straight into baseball. So that was a different yeah. situation, sure. And it's not like a... That was like different times where that actually would call you, like cause you some mental illness that you have to take a break from. Uh, but Ben Simmons, I mean, it's just pathetic. It, I've never seen anything so pitiful, pathetic, uh, and just right out lame. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a shame. You know, I hate to be his teammate. I mean, sitting next to him on the sideline, knowing that he can play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, th- you know, if he had to play, then he he he'll play. Right. It's not. It's not. This is an emergency scenario. You're in the a playoff race. This isn't. This isn't. Well, let's see what happens. This is. You know. This is. We gotta do what it takes to win. Sure. And he doesn't. One thing I can. You talk about Michael Jordan. And he, you know, I think Michael had these scenarios and stuff. We talked about his father passing away and then going to play baseball because Michael's dad's favorite sport was baseball. And then Phil Jackson not being the coach in 1999, which uh, led Michael Jordan to retire again, and then come back and play for the Wizards, which wasn't really a, which didn't really count. But you know, which I, you know, kind of, it's like yeah. it's a, it's a gray area in his career. Um, but one thing I can kind of, I kind of point to if you watch the, if you've watched the Last Dance is that in the 1994 playoffs, Scottie Pippen refused to go in for a play. Because That's it wasn't right. drawn yeah. in, drawn up for him. It was drawn up for Tony Kukoc, who was the rookie for the Chicago Bulls at that time. It was a, a stud, and he had had a few plays where that worked. And um, so Scotty just refused to go in to the game. Right. Just sat out and didn't play. And then got called out for the locker room. This is, But I think it was just also selfishness. He thought he was bigger than the game. Sure. That's exact. I think that's, that's what, what Ben Simmons is doing. That's what Ben through. Simmons is doing. 
I think Ben Simmons thinks he's bigger than the game. I think because he's, you know, had his career so far and has had impressive numbers um, somewhat up to this point, thinks that he can act above his GM, above his teammates, above his ownership, above his head coach, and sit out. And I think it's I think it's just foolish. I think it's selfish. And I think it's bad for the the game when you have players sitting out because they. And I don't. I'm not saying he's faking an injury or. But I don't think it just shows any drive to want to play. I don't think he wants to play. That's the he just doesn't he doesn't care. I don't know. There's there's a bunch of things going on with him. Yeah, I mean, you just can't pinpoint it. Um, you can say that it's just his drive and it's not there. Uh, you can say that it could be mental illness. There could be something there. If it is, he needs to start taking it seriously himself and go to therapy and get it treated. Uh, but doesn't seem like he wants to put in any effort for his team. Right. Uh, and that, at the end of the day, it's a whole theme with him. We you know with LSU, uh, with the Sixers, and now it's with the Nets in the middle of a playoff series that, you know, it's tight every single game, but it's still a, a sweep. Mm-hmm. You should be in there to help your team out if you can. But he decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, uh, now we have another sound effect for our next topic. Oh. If everyone knows this. is exactly where the Philadelphia 76ers are getting ready to go to. Hell Jurassic yeah. Park to visit the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, that, that's another Game good, six in Toronto. Another good one right there. And the big question going around the NBA world right now is uh, Doc Rivers yeah. can just is cannot seem to just finish win a game. <laughs> he can't finish with the Sixers, man. And I think there's a lot of there's probably a lot of panic right now within Doc Rivers' corner. Of and there's a lot of pressure to win in Toronto, mm-hmm. and so I think right now, if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, do you have to win Game Six? Because I think they do. You can't go back to Game Seven in Philly. Because if you go back to Game Seven in Philly, there's just there's too there's too much going on. Is that you were up 3-0, and now you're you're on the brink of elimination. You're you'd be the first team to you know lose after being up 3-0. And so I think they have to win um, in Toronto. or And if they go back to Philly and it's tied 3-3, I think the Raptors win it. I really do. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Raptors could pull some history moves in here. Um, but when you look at Doc Rivers and his history, it's kind of sad. <laughs> it really is. I mean, he won. he's won a championship before, Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, I mean, that stellar team. And he's done... He's one of the greatest coaches in our modern game today. Right. Uh, but when it comes to playoffs, it, for some reason, just doesn't happen for him. And I don't know what that is because uh, he's a, he's a good guy. Right. I don't think that's wrong in me saying that. Uh, and he has the drive to have his team win. But you have to count on James Harden and Joel Embiid to bail you out here because now you're three and two going to Toronto. You don't want that seven against mm-hmm. Toronto. Like with when they get momentum, Toronto is dangerous. Yeah, we know how much. You know, I'm sure Drake will be in the building. Um, <laughs> you know how much he can do. How much he'll he'll be losing his mind. You already know. Does Drake help the Raptors win? Yes or no? I mean, he was given shoulder rubs to the head coach like what, three years ago or so. Yeah. So, I mean, you gotta love it. I mean, if you're in Toronto, you gotta appreciate it. God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> when they when it started when they treated DeMar DeRozan and Yaka Pertle. God's plan. 
Gosh, Brian. That's a, another Game of Zones reference right Jacob here. Hurdle. Jacob Pertle. Jacob Pertle. Whatever, however. Jacob, Jacob, uh, him. <laughs> him. Hello. Uh, we also have uh, the Miami Heat moving on. Uh, yes. Killing Trey Young. Uh, I think everyone's new least favorite player in the league, Trey Young. Yeah, just the, I don't know, the, it's a, it's a big bark, but a small bite. <laughs> you know, he's a yeah. awful series. Just awful. For Atlanta. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, for because Miami. Miami was doing great because they didn't have Jimmy Butler or Kyle Lowry for that last game. I think it also shows, you know, I think there's a lot of talk right now of is this more Miami or is it more Atlanta? It's definitely more. Well, Atlanta has a lot of problems and they need to rebuild this next season, see what they can build around Trey Young that actually works more to his game, which is. Everyone get out of the way. Let me take a three. Yeah. You guys rebound it. So if they realize how to go with that, you know, skilled and individual player, then they can figure out what to do the next time. Last year they had a huge playoff run that was legendary for someone at like, for a team at that position. Right. Uh, but right now Miami is undoubtedly a contender with the defense that they put up on Trey Young. Like it should not be just discounted because, like, oh, well, Trey didn't get a shot up, uh, didn't just go in, like, he just had an off series, like, no, Miami clamped him. They tried to get him to fumble the ball. They worked for that every single possession. They ran all the way up the court and stopped him as soon as it inbounded. That was their Trey Young defense. Defend him as soon as he walked, as soon as he wakes up in the morning. When he's eating breakfast, defend him right there. Just stop him before he even comes to the arena. Get yeah. a stop, run it back, dunk it, come back and do it again. Exactly. I don't. It's just an off series for, um, but you know I don't think I think a lot more credit should be given to Miami, of you know they're they're it's not. I think a lot of people are talking about oh well Trey Young this and Trey Young that you know they're a seven seed. This is a or eight seed I should say. Yeah, they're an eight. This seed. is a playing game. They had to go through two playing games to play these guys. So I'm not really sure what people are expecting from a team like Miami who has so much firepower and, and then even having Jimmy Butler and. And uh, and who else was that? Who else was that? Kyle Lowry out yeah. for them. And so it's you know that's even, crazy. I said that. Even uh, right. <laughs> even uh, <laughs> even you know even injured, even you know, you know whittled a little bit. They they're still powerful, and so it's going to be a fun. Once this playoff goes on, it's going to be fun to see what happens. Live, and, live chat making some good points here. Good points from I saw uh, what Dean the uh, the heat melted the ice. Melted tray ice. Oh yeah, that's the pretty. That's pretty. Tyler good. Hero laser beams on it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Some good, some good edits once again. Oh, we finally have a live game going on now. The Bucks and the Bulls. Yeah, Bucks and five. Bucks and five. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, well. Yeah, we'll Gian, Giannis uh, filled up a whole jar of Oreos. He's ready to go today. Oh yeah. <laughs> with his with yeah, his well, wife. Last night, Giannis decided uh, <laughs> to have an unorthodox approach to putting Oreos in a jar. Rather than keeping them in the box that seals them off pretty well already or just dumping them into a cookie jar, he placed them individually, like stacked them up like it's a, a Jenga set. Yeah. Uh, just carefully and, you know, so attentively, just one after the other, making it look like a big old tower inside the jar. Uh, it was incredible uh, and very cute. <laughs> it really was. It really was. Is, is Giannis stacking Oreos cute, yes or no? That's another, that's another poll question. That's a, uh, I mean, man, he's got to be, 
have the sugar rush right now. Just, I mean, he's always been. I mean, he went to Chick Fil A the day after they won the championship. So yeah. fifty chicken minis. Fifty chicken minis, man. You know, that's. I, I just have lemonade. I didn't. I didn't Otherwise. take it. I didn't take it personally as a Suns fan. I thought it was funny. Oh, he's just—he's that guy, pal. He really is. Yeah. No, he—he he is fueled up with those Oreos. You're absolutely right, chat. Uh, <laughs> and so I—I I fully expect them to win today. Oh yeah. And I fully expect them to at least go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and we'll see what happens from there. It'll be a, but um, so that which also means I have the Bucks beating the Celtics in the, in the second round. Oh. Which I can. That might actually be a seven-game series. Like, we said that with, you know, Brooklyn and Celtics. Like, oh, this is the most exciting one. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the most exciting series is uh, Minnesota and Memphis. Yeah. Protesters and all. Oh, yeah. Uh, so You talk about you talk about the storylines. I mean. Yeah. I mean, Cat and yeah. Jaw. Yeah. Just fantastic competitors. Did you see so. uh, who was on the sideline with uh, his with dad? Jaw's dad was Usher. Usher. And they pulled Usher up. and Usher. Uh, during yeah. the game on the Jumbotron, they had a, a looks-like game going on. There was like a Jack Harlow look-like, Bob the Minion look-like. Then they made an Usher one, and it the camera went to John Morant's dad. Yeah. And it was, you know, oh, that's funny, that's Jaws' dad. They zoomed out, and Usher sitting right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> Crowd erupts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was cool. That was cool. It's good for the game. I mean, it's just, you know, you got Usher sitting on the sideline. It's good for, you know, it's just makes it makes it fun. Is that Bucks and seven for the Celtics? Yes or no? Okay. Bucks and seven. Bucks and seven for round two. Yeah, I have Bucks and seven for that. I do too. That just I just I have it in se- not a sweep, certainly not. Because I think once they get, there's a good chance they get Chris Middleton back for the yeah. second round. We're gonna have a Bucks Miami Heat conference finals, I think. And that so, would be huge. And then just we'll, and then we'll see what happens in the West. The uh, the Warriors look to finish off the Nuggets tonight. The Bucks look. I mean, the Bucks look to finish off the Bulls tonight, and then the uh, 76ers try to finally finish off the the um, Raptors. The Raptors. Oh my Jurassic goodness. Park. Jurassic Park. Right. There yes. There you go. And so, man, we got uh, so many storylines, and it's gonna be yeah. yes. Over yeah, the, we, over the Celtics. Yeah. Thank you, Chet, for slowing down there and uh, waiting, <laughs> and picking up a little quick now. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're now this. Here comes the momentum. Here That's, comes the momentum. Uh, what's crazy is that. Now stepping away from NBA, uh, our last week of the school semester is next week, so that means podcasts will probably stop right there. Yeah, and then we hold it for a summer. Nothing happens for the whole summer. We just don't even talk to each other about sports for a while. We just right, you know, just just savor it, you know, savor it, and then we come sure. back to Blaze Radio. Hopefully, there you go. Finally, might be live. Without Instagram, and just naturally live. There you go. And hopefully without a, a chat uh, insulting us throughout the entire show. <laughs> this is like this is like inside the NBA. Yeah. People live tweeting us. <laughs> in the middle. I would love a live tweet session. That would be awesome. In- inside the realm. Yeah. So we're gonna have like some musical numbers next week. Right. Uh, make it an hour show. How about that? There we should go. try that. The two sorry, hour show. The Valley Variety Three finale is spectacular. Show. Oh yeah. The You'd love to see it. Good old musical show. Like we have a couple of numbers and dance rehearsals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Have the the ASU dance team just in the background. Yes. Full on stunts in the. Honestly, back. you know what'd be better than that? Just have Kenji and Jake do dance and stunts. Oh yeah. Us. There you go. Best of the Valley once again. Best of the Valley, part two finale. 
We have Angel back there just sitting on his phone still. Like, yeah. Just, you know, we have a couple of athletes come in and be like, you know, are we actually going to interview us or no? Are we just, <laughs> no. Are we just no, not? Probably not. <laughs> no, I mean, unless you, unless you want to. Yeah. I mean. If you want to sit here, go ahead, but we're just going to be singing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> just doing like, I don't know, I just came into the studio and they were doing musical numbers about the Suns, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, next week will be our uh, season one finale. Uh, I don't know what number of episode that is, uh, nor do I care too much, uh, because once uh, once we get back in this fall, it's gonna be a big old fun time. There you hopefully, cross yeah. our fingers, but hopefully. really well, really well. All right, so that's it for us. Uh, ben Yates, Jacob Jones, Valley Variety. We're out. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>